Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You are listening to Stretch Marks. This is Sinead O'Moore. And I'm Caroline Vorn. And this is kindly supported by Pregnacare. This is our last episode of the season. Season two wrapped up. Ten episodes. Can you believe? It? Actually, it doesn't no. feel long. I feel at like all. we just started. Mm. We get so deep into the chats that the clock is rolling by, and we don't even realise it. The weeks are rolling by. There's a nip in the air. I remember the first time we sat down; it was absolutely roasting, sweating. Yeah, now, sweater weather. Winter coats are out. I'm actually delighted though. I love. You love a bit of autumn. Love a bit of coziness. I love wrapping up. I think it's so nice. But obviously now I have to challenge getting my toddler back into like a hat and gloves and coats and things that he was so used to not wearing. Shoes and socks are my current problem. So I used to love just get the sandals on, get them out. But yeah. now, like, now just, there's two layers that go on the feet. I find myself constantly running up and down the stairs because I've, I've just, I'm not remembering that socks need to be part of an outfit. I don't know what's wrong with I me. have just ended up bringing a lot of his clothes downstairs and I have yeah. lots of these options just all over the kitchen. So that I can grab them and be like, this one or that one? And he's like, none of them. Are you looking forward to muddy puddles? I am, but I need to get him new new wellies. And I think muddy puddles will help us get out the door quicker. Yeah. If I can like entice him out and be like, let's go splashing puddles. Because right now it's like no to everything. Is he like a messy boy in a park? I've only seen him in summer no, he, in a park. He, so he loves to splash in puddles and he loves to like have ice cream and stuff but he's kind of obsessive about being cleaned Clean, okay. so he'll be like clean the shoe clean the shoe so like yeah. I have to bring wipes with me and I'm like it's okay you can get dirty and that's fun and then we'll clean up later but he wants things to be cleaned yeah I have the opposite problem that's probably a bit more normal though no, <laughs> Jude would just roll around in the muck thinking she's delighted with life and I, I'm I feel like I need to have one of those you know sometimes you see those really prepared um, dog owners yeah that like somehow like magically keep their car clean from mm-hmm. muck in autumn. That is what I need for my two year old. Yeah, no, I, I'm. He's the complete opposite. He he freaks out if he gets wet or anything. How is this face? How are we doing? Where I am right now. I saw that you have engaged in a toddler course. Yeah, so Big Little Feelings, which I think everyone listening will have heard about, has been encouraged to follow them. I have followed them for a while, but to be honest, I find when you're scrolling on social media and like they they share loads of tips and videos, I get a bit overwhelmed by all of the content and all of the experts and and I just can't really focus on something like that. So, you know, and when I'm scrolling, I might be like running to the shop. So I was like, I need, I want to download their course. Consolidated, focused. And like like I'm doing homework or study and do it in the evening when I can focus and both of us are doing it. They have a course on nailing the toddler something I don't know whatever it's called um, really focused yeah. <laughs> I mean the title is You're not the important part um, 
But it's really comprehensive. It was $99, whatever that is in euro. And I was like, I, f- I was in that state of desperation where mm. I was like, honestly, I don't care. I just want something that will help me feel like I'm I'm not so reactive, but maybe a little bit proactive. And mm. for a lot of my parenting experience so far, I felt... Well, you wouldn't be justifying this if, again, so we had this in the toddler stretch. You wouldn't be justifying this if you were in pregnancy and you were paying for a course on giving birth. You were paying for a course on breastfeeding. You were paying for a course on baby care. This is the thing. Like we need, we need to pay for more courses throughout the whole of pregnancy. This is where or not yeah. pregnancy. Sorry, parenting. Yeah, exactly. This is where I really need it. This is where there is no real advice, and this is where there's a lot of fear around. Oh, if I because they're so impressionable now, yeah. like he's too. The fear of like if I say the wrong thing, am I going to make him behave more in a certain way yeah. or years to you know, unravel? Exactly. So. You end up just being, well, I, at the moment, I have felt like I'm just, I'm walking on eggshells the whole time and I'm just trying to step around setting off another catastrophic meltdown, which can derail the whole day. Um, And I have felt, like I said this in the toddler stretch, I have felt just like completely out of control. And and honestly, as, as difficult as I found the postpartum period, when I take everything side by side, I think I have felt the most acute stress in the last few weeks with, mm. with, with Kaylin and the absolute incredible pace that I'm sure his brain is at but um he's yeah he's sensitive and I'm and then it's not only the difficulty of of handling his, like him setting off or you know going completely nuclear on me it's the feeling that it's the kind of flipping it back on yourself and being like you're doing something wrong or internalizing it as we always do that it's like I'm handling this wrong or oh is it my fault that he's even more reactive than maybe other kids that I know or that kind of thing. Um, so, yeah, so I decided I'm just going to take it into my own hands. And I I honestly wanted the reassurance. I think I said this before. I wanted the reassurance of of knowing that, yes, he might be on the extreme end of toddlerdom, mm. but, but it, I wanted to know that it's normal. And if it's not normal, I wanted to be able to approach it in such a way that I can, you know, properly support him and help him and also help us. So I did two things. I've decided to get in touch with an occupational therapist because... And I know that might sound extreme, but for me, just like not, knowledge is power. And I just, I think I just want the expertise to say like, yes, I know it's really difficult and you're, you're losing your mind, but actually he's perfectly fine. Or, you know, there's a couple of signs here that maybe mm. indicate some other sensitivity that is worth being mindful of. So I've done that. I'm hopefully going to have a session with someone. Um, and then on top of that, I decided to buy this course which I'm doing and it's they say, they say it's really good for all of their caregivers to kind of get on the same page because mm-hmm. if, if we're trying to approach him in one way by like for example the biggest thing if the, one of the first biggest things with him is um with the course is sort of all feelings are okay you know absolutely every feeling is okay it's just that not every behaviour is okay um, whereas so then it, it's really important then that if Barry's parents are minding him that they're on the same page because I think an older generation can tend to be like don't be crying don't be silly you're a big mm. boy we don't cry and then and I know everyone means Which well it's a really familiar script it's a know? really familiar script and I get it and everyone means their best mm. but we're learning more now about how actually that's probably going to make it worse because it's diminishing how he's feeling and you know just different approaches and this is all scientific so they've they've done their research and showing like what's actually helpful so so we're trying to get everyone on board and just take it bit by bit you do it the same way I don't know if you did the hypnobirthing course I did mm-hmm. that just to kind of feel calmer in the just to give me some something proactive in the lead up to getting uh, him out um so it's the same kind of format like you just do these really short little videos that you sit down and I take notes mm. um, now getting the time to do that is another thing right now but it's really yeah just already I feel like I'm doing something about it mm. I'm putting myself in the driving seat I am the boss here 
even though I don't feel like it. I like we're already laughing, being like, we're cool, calm, collected parents. We're the boss. And then we're like, Kaylin, it's breakfast time. No! <laughs> and you're like, okay, well, okay. So we'll see. Stay firm, Caroline. We'll see. Stay firm. We'll see. But I'm glad to hear that you are doing something for him and doing something for you. Because I think that's, it's so important. And, and again, to hear you kind of say, some people might think that's extreme that we're going to an occupational therapist. If you were a mother concerned with your child's cough, you take it to the GP. Yeah. Like if there's any level of concern, do whatever it is that you think you need and talk yeah. to the experts. Like that's why they are there. So make use of them. It's unfortunate that I think that parents have to go down a private route in order to access anything. I'm having so many conversations with parents right now about like acknowledging that their children might be holding on to anxieties post pandemic. And, you know, they missed out on very formative years and now they're kind of thrust into the should you be grand now? Come on now, join that now. Yeah. And they're kind of like, oh, like, I know. And I didn't do a play date between the ages of three and five. You know, it's so a lot. It's, it's a, a lot. lot. And it's hard to, to navigate that just on your own because we've never been through a pandemic. Exactly. Before. So lean on the experts with absolutely no justification or guilt make all those appointments yeah. I mean, I'm and very... it's unfortunate that people have to pay for it yeah and we're very fortunate that I can say okay I'm going to like put money at this and, and yeah. try and get that help hopefully just one or two sessions just to get clarity but I think where it would be really helpful is you know assuming there's nothing wrong in the moments that are really intense that I start to like think in my head oh my god like this is just not normal I can't handle this I'll be able to say this is really hard but this is normal and just write it out I think it mm. will take the edge off my experience because not only is it stressful in the moment it's the added stress of what does this mean what's coming down the line you know what's actually is there anything serious going on here of course you need to know but we all need to, like the, we all would go through that yeah if it was about anything yeah and behaviour or health or are they growing tall enough like oh, literally there is no end to the things that we would be worried about what's coming next so talk to the people that know and can give you those answers and then write it out yeah what's been your big stretch of late i'm 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 feeling less big stretched nice i don't know i think we've kind of hit a bit of a plateau um but do you know what we're coming into cold and flu season <laughs> <laughs> So don't worry. There's always something. <laughs> There's always we are coming into cold and flu season. I have um yeah, massively upped the the vitamin game with them in the morning before sending them out. Yeah, and I we started homework. What does like junior infants oh, homework listen, look like? I had this so we started yesterday and I was really like okay, we're starting homework. This is a, a big moment. Big moment. Big moment in one's life. And so all the information comes through the uh, school app. It's all very, what? all very sophisticated. They yeah. don't. Do they not have like a diary anymore? No. Oh no. 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 It comes via the app. So the ping and check your homework. And then it was like we were sent home this homework pack, and within it there's a maths book. And my dad is like outrageously like he he studied maths in Princeton. Like he's wow. a proper maths mathematician craziness, right? So he was over yesterday, and I was like, Dad, here you go. Your moment to shine. Now, I was traumatised as a child when I'd come home with homework because I could have gotten an A in every single thing on the planet. But it was like, what you get in your maths? What you get in your maths? Come here now, we'll have a look at your maths. So I was like, right, you have a new victim to prey on. <laughs> so we opened up our maths book. And if I tell you, it was, it was matching pairs. It was like four animals on one side and four animals on the other side in a different sequence. And you literally had to draw a line from one to the other. He was 
devastated. Oh, he's looking for quadratic equations. He, and yeah, like trigonometry day one. <laughs> but uh, no, but look, it's all it's, it's just to build confidence and make them feel like they know what they're doing and they can do it. And it's and probably, yeah, like it's probably confidence building for them to have tasks that they fulfill and then feel proud of themselves. Exactly. Exactly. But uh, yeah. It didn't warrant my feeling of like, here we go, here we go, it's homework time. No, it's not. Um, So yeah, I'm, things are good. I'm I'm actually, I'm, the stretch has been more, less about them and more about, uh, I probably, I'm, I'm not feeling probably as together. Mm -hmm. I feel like my head is racing a lot. I'm going for some acupuncture today to try and silence it. I'm feeling quite... Um, in freeze of the fight and flight variety. Um, Why? I don't know. Probably because there's been a lot of spinning plates. And Do you think it's ever a question of when things are settled, you're on yeah. edge waiting for something to go wrong? It's I, unnerving. I think for me, when life is really busy, I get in gear mm-hmm. and, I, and I can't overthink. And I get very proactive in my get this shit done. That's probably where you've gotten comfortable because you've been yeah. there a lot. And then when you stop, a space opens up in your mind that fills in with things that I could worry about, things that are coming down the line. Exactly. So I'm a, I'm a year in self-employed land now. And if I had told myself a year ago that I'd be where I'm at now in terms of I would have had the amount of time with the girls and I would have like settled them into school and started, you know, due started childcare last year, this time last year. We would have weathered many storms. We were still very much in COVID land and I would have like secured enough income and all these kinds of things that were like real deep concerns a year ago. If I had told myself then that I would be where I'm at now, it would be like Bollinger season. <laughs> and yet I'm here and I can't relax into it I can't no, feel it because you're always shifting the goalposts like it's I've wrote about this in my second book about success in any form we are all striving for success we're striving for some end goal and we get there and we don't know what to do with it we mm. diminish it we put it in the rear view mirror and we're already on to the next thing and that's just really the way we in, operate yeah I'm, I'm, I have this bubbling of I don't know just insecurity or something around restlessness mm. and yet look I have I have big projects that are sitting on my table that I need to do it's not a case of quietness no but I can't because they're more broad thinking projects as opposed to like boom, 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 boom projects. I'm struggling to get my head quiet mm-hmm. and like relax into it, do the work. Like I, I find myself being really like looking for distractions, looking for sabotage, looking for like, how do I just stay busy? Mm. <laughs> it's like, sit yeah. your ass down and do the work. It's, you know, before you have to study yeah. and you're getting your highlighters. Yeah. So it's not helpful and I need to, but I, I think it's something in me. There's, there's, yeah, there's a, there's a, there's an unsteady ship. It's like you have the time now to do it in some regards mm. because if they're in school or childcare, you know, you've carved out the hours like here yeah. you are, go and do it. But there's a difference between having the time, which we learned from COVID and having the cognitive bandwidth. Yeah. So um, and maybe your bandwidth's just a little bit jaded from the last few years. Yeah, like, I think I think probably some of it might be um, a little bit of burnout allowed to be felt mm-hmm. or seen, maybe. Uh, but I feel like I think probably because there's there's a moment where it's like I do feel like I'm coming back to me after the two years. So Jew's turning two, 
and it, I, and it happened, happened on Penny as well, where there's kind of a, an acknowledgement of like and a, and a genuine feeling of coming back into my skin that I'm here also for me, mm-hmm. not just for them. And now that I'm coming back into me, an acknowledgement of kind of like, oh, the house is in shite, <laughs> like within me. <laughs> and um, less physically, actually, because like I've been doing more like exercise and eating well. And all. I feel physically well, but probably an acknowledgement of like, you know, even like I'm thinking maybe maybe some I would like to do some therapy and kind of work through some some probably limiting belief mm-hmm. things um, and confidence things and letting go of things, things and kind of like being okay with like go forth and be confident like in your second book. Mm, available at all good bookstores. <laughs> <laughs> so like are you now getting any time for maybe you have time for self-care bits like therapy for me is, is self-care mm. but a reluctance to kind of go and pursue it. There's some kind of roadblock there. Like wh- where are you at with, with self-care and even the word self-care makes me cringe Blech. to be honest. Um, okay, so my levels of what does it mean for you? Uh, like there was a just there was just a there was just about self maintenance. Do you know what I mean? Like um, survival. Yeah, there really was for 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 large periods of time, as there has been for everybody. So I'm not. My disposition wouldn't be inclined now to invest in a whole lot of self care because within me. Or maybe the the environment that I was you know part of is that it's indulgent. Okay. Um, I definitely had, you know, when you look at my my upbringing or whatever, like I have, like very wonderful people, but they wouldn't have placed value in looking after. They would have felt like, oh, that's special. You know, that's you're really kind of. Yeah, taking care of yourself in a nutrition and exercise way, highly regarded. So like everything, you know, the food was really pure and all that kind of stuff. But taking yourself away to a spa now would not have been done. Mm. Um, And probably an emotional health perspective, not done. Yeah, because I don't think it has to be like a spa thing at all. I think a spa is a nice way to achieve it, but it's just... Having, for like for me, it's it's, feeling you deserve it. Yeah, and it's just it's just down regulating your stress response. Yeah, that's literally all all it is. Whatever back to safety. Whatever it is that just turns off those receptors that are yeah. looking for threats in the in the you know vicinity, and it doesn't have to be. So I think we've like even you mentioning spa there. Like we've gotten mm. so used to thinking of it as this really bougie, b- bubble bathy, cream exfoliating, expensive luxury, and like it does not it have to be that way. And we're still very much subscribing to this like collective idea of self-care mm. of what looks good on social media what's kind of worth posting and like for me self-care could really be as simple as like getting under my duvet when he's gone to bed and watching some utter shite and going to bed early and like having a half an hour longer to read my kindle we've lost the self mm. in self-care and we're kind of you know, looking to what self-care should be um, to kind of look good. So I did actually ask, I was curious, mm. for this episode, it's a bit of a hodgepodge, a bit of a smorgasbord of of getting... It's an important one, though. Yeah, I think to see where people are at. My barrier was always just the permission, and which is why over the summer I started kind of doing that one thing for me every day. Yeah. And if I could just do one thing for me, it was a feeling of like, I deserve this thing. Now, that one thing could be having a cup of tea in absolute silence. Or that one thing could be, I'm going to go to the gym. You know, it, it had lo- like 
somewhere yeah. in between, but I but I still do it. And it has genuinely changed my perspective on I can do something for me and it is a really important daily task. I think when you become a parent, it's it's actually hilarious what self-care gets yeah. reduced to. Like it's like I shared a meme yesterday, it's going to the supermarket by yourself mm. for your mental health. It is that moment where you close the door on oh. the car seat and you walk around to your side. And you're on your own. And there's two seconds where your hands free. Like that's where we're at. So I ask people, self-care, does it feel like just another thing you need to but uh, that you need to get to but often don't have time for, or does it really help you? Seventy two percent people said self care stresses me. I have, an, I have an issue with the phrase self-care because I feel like when I'm at my most in need of self-care, I want other people to do it for me. Why is it another <laughs> thing that I have to do? It's the self bit in the self-care. It's like if I had Well, time, I guess it just means more that it's for you. It doesn't have to be done by you. There's an implication that it's still on your to-do list for you. Well, you have to carve out, you have to decide that you're worthy of it. Hmm. So I asked people for their thoughts on self-care. Um, real mixed bag. Grocery shopping is not a break, even though it feels like it is sometimes. I feel guilty taking time outside of work for myself. I hate leaving him when I only have two days as it is. I really struggle with that at the moment, I think. Again, because of, of maybe that's part of it. The self-employed thing. There's no parameters and boundaries no around boundaries. my work life. So I feel like if they are in childcare, I need to be working. And I don't make space for to allow the self-care You need bit. to justify your yeah, yeah your time away from them. A lot of people saying really hard to shake the guilt often feels like another job on the to-do list and that's what I fear it has become for, for me where you know if I look at the things I'm trying to get to like right now I feel like I'm just getting through the day I'm just in survival mode it's just the essentials happening nothing no extra add-ons um, if self-care starts to become another thing on your list that you're like oh I didn't get to that and if it's going to if you're going to turn it back on itself and make yourself feel bad about it mm. it's not that's counterintuitive that's not what it's for it's so, not another guilt exactly. thing to hit ourselves with no so we either we feel guilty because we haven't achieved it or we feel guilty because we're taking it like Jesus the guilt <laughs> it's endless it's just exhausting endless self-care has to come in snippets at the moment I have a newborn so that might be hot coffee chocolate and nap and it is those little micro moments that I think string together you don't have to go off for a weekend no. at a spa it can be and acknowledge them like let them let let them sink into your pores yeah as like, moments I sat down on the couch the other day when we'd gotten Caitlin to sleep and I had my hands like usually like I'll have a phone in my hand which is terrible mm. and we started watching some I don't know what it was but I had a really cosy fluffy blanket over me on the couch with my feet up on the footstool and I just held my hands, palms up out and I looked like really weird. And I was just, mm. I was like, are you, are you okay? And I was like, I'm just actually relaxing. Like I'm just letting mm. my body, my hands loose. They're not tight because often we hold so much tension in our in our fists. And if you, it's actually a sign of a relaxed baby if their fingers mm. are splayed. So sometimes it's one of my first go-tos is just to splay my fingers and let them loose. And that alone of just a few seconds of being like, just get into my body, mm. breathe, it did wonders for me. Like it took me from a ni- level nine to like a level four. And I think we have forgotten so many ancient ways to support our bodies. And when we tap into them, we might feel like, oh, this is going to be stupid or ridiculous. Or And then you try them and you're like, oh, yeah. Oh, OK. This is obviously what they did before Monarch. <laughs> Your self-care is not a priority anymore. And no matter what anyone says, it's hard to make it one. When you become a parent, I def I it, yeah I, <laughs> I definitely 
struggle to to bring it back. And as I said, it's taken two years on both of my babies to feel kind yeah. of like, OK, I, I belong to me again. A lot of people seem to have find it OK or find it that they can justify it if they're making time for exercise. Yeah. Because it's, I guess it's something measurable. But no, but I think there's still a punishment in exercise. I do too. And I think that's why we allow it. Yeah. It's allowed because it's like work. Yeah. And when you finish it, you feel like, oh my God, I'm an I so good. I did that. Now yeah. I can do this. It's not just a complete. It's not a free caring, caring thing. No, it's not. I mean, I think it is. It's very good for your mental health, mm. but it's not a pure. It's not for me anyway. It's not a pure, indulgent, enjoyable, for the sake of it experience. No, no. there's a res- you're looking for a result. Yeah, and often, really, to be honest, as mothers, if we're going back to exercise, we're looking to bounce back. We're looking to yeah. change our form, and that's rooted in a place that doesn't come from really self care necessarily. No, it's like she hasn't let herself go, and she has to still show up looking a certain way, and there's still that punishment and kind of cultural shame associated and uh, like I love I'm I'm beginning to come back to exercise I have now have like a Monday morning swim that is non-negotiable I now have a Tuesday night Pilates class non-negotiable and then I try and do one more thing and I am doing it from a place of caring for me instead of like scales me yeah it has to be small things. Trying to fit in bigger self-care moments stresses me out. It's another thing to guilt mothers with or make them compare themselves to other mothers who can. I often don't really understand what it means. Can it just be an uninterrupted, guilt-free M-A-F-S binge? What's that? A-F-S? M-A-F-S. It must be some reality show that I'm not aware of. A reality show you're not aware of? I'm only on The Real Housewives <laughs> of Beverly Hills. I see self-care as, basic, as a basic need being met. Medication? water, shower, exercise. Mm. I mean, that is basic self-care, but it's... I'd like a scented candle. Yeah. I'd <laughs> while like, I'm doing those things. I'd like just an hour to maybe like, I mean, read a, imagine reading a magazine or a paper for like half an hour. <gasps> self-care feels like a makey-uppy, trendy concept. Can I not just call it watching TV? Yeah. Yes, you can. That's what I do. It's a must for my mental health to even go into the car on my own for a coffee. Like sitting I inside your car for an extra few minutes. So I miss I miss car naps. So I, I used to love that actually when the girls, when lockdown was on, we had nowhere to be. I'd drive them around until they fell asleep and then I would sit in my driveway. It sounds so sad. I would sit in my driveway and the two of them would be conked in the back of the car. And No, lovely. Bliss. It was beautiful. Bliss. I also asked people, what for them has been the most significant stretch so far of all of the challenges? Where have you felt the stretch the most? Someone said, can I answer this? first thing tomorrow as hmm. that's when I'll be having a baby mm. <laughs> should else. have it by now I know early, hello baby hello baby welcome to the podcast early teens is driving me demented by far our worst phase and I'm just not going to deal with that because that's tomorrow's problem relationship stretch it's coming for us I know six months and struggling with husband second baby coming along yeah. when first baby was two and two months and navigating new life as a family of four Learning to sort my own emotional regulation before responding to an escalated child. It's so hard some days. That's that I'm is at. huge. Huge, huge, huge. Learning to, to deal with you and what you're going through as opposed to focusing on your child and what they're going through is massive. It's the best approach is to, you know, for you obviously to remain calm and consistent when they're not consistent. But that's not taking into account the fact that it's your child. When you see your child upset, that has to ignite a stress response in you because that's your job. It's your primary job to rush to their side and care for them if we were in nature. So 
to be calm and collected and regulated is kind of going against your DNA in some ways. Mm. So it's actually a skill we have to learn and we don't really know where to start with that. And we ha- Yeah, so that's another reason why I'm like doing this course to try and get some, get some skills I can put into action. Balancing returning to work with a baby, refusing the bottle str- stress. So a big one is the going back to work, which we covered in, in one episode that was yeah. very well received. That was definitely my biggest personal stretch sleep stretch baby fighting sleep for first year awake every hour battles to get to sleep so draining a lot of people saying newborn phase change was so difficult on number one I'm hoping I'm more prepared for number two stretch is left right and centre really isn't there it's kind of crazy just when you think you have it all together life throws another age or stage or tantrum or chaos your way and it is all too easy to lose ourselves in whatever stretch we find ourselves in Which is why if you're trying to conceive, are pregnant or postpartum, it is so important to look after you, even through tiny little ways, but every single day. Sponsors of this episode, Pregnacare, have created a whole range of award-winning supplements. They are carefully balanced, expertly formulated, and they bring together the key nutrients that you need most throughout this journey. Tablets and capsules, gentle on the stomach liquid, or tasty gummies, Pregnacare, created by Vitabiotics, understand what we need and have brought mothers a range of multivitamins and omega-3s backed by science. Take care of you while you do everything to take care of your babies. Food supplements must not replace a varied and balanced diet and a healthy lifestyle. And you should always consult your doctor or pharmacist before using. The ups and downs of sleep, the lack of sleep, newborn, I definitely think I had post-traumatic stress from the birth we talked about that in the birthing episode. Yeah, there's so much to be done to support mothers post-birth that have, that do, like, when they think that it has been traumatic for them, it is. And it doesn't have to be physically traumatic. Trauma is anything that has happened inside of you, not to you. Mm-hmm. And it's something that's stored in the body. Toddler tantrums and mealtimes. I'm at the demands of a toddler 24-7. Mama back. Mama. <laughs> Mama back. I've started this new thing of mama always and he goes comes back mm. and now I'm doing it with the animals so he has like a well I call it a mammy cow and a baby cow and a mammy pig and a baby pig but she calls Bonov which apparently is the Irish for like little pig mm. so cute he's mm. like where's Bonov gone and I say mammy pig always and he says comes back and I was like who does she come back to Bonov so I'm mm. trying to like get that into his head now then I say okay mommy's going out now and it's you know end of days but I figured we'll get there um, adjusting to having a toddler and a newborn that's a stretch I'm can't wrap my head You're around. Not prepared for. I'm not prepared for, and it's not happening anytime soon. So not one I need to confront yet. It's a stretch you had, and you had COVID in the middle of yeah, it all. Yeah, well, she was three. I'm not sure we can call it. She was three when she was born. Is that not a toddler? Uh, I I think they've graduated from. Look, listen. She was she was two and a half when we got pregnant. We'll call that toddler. Is toddler not one to two? I don't know. I thought toddler was like until they're in school. No, I think toddler what is technically. Like, and a Because they're term. toddling. Yeah, it's one to two. Mm. I don't know what we call them after that, though. Three-nagers then, I'm told. Yeah, the three-nager. I asked yesterday on my own account, actually, about um, the eight, the difficult toddler years. Yes. And a lot of people, I was like, please tell me that by if it's really intense at two, it kind of calms down a bit at three. A lot of people were saying it got so much easier. They were like a different child mm. and then a lot of people who seem to think that they got away with it at two it hit them at three so it kind of but, but delightfully I wasn't hearing from people who were saying um, it was just shit all of the time <laughs> so it was A or B it was A or B um, so you've had your stint 
well I'm having it it's like I'm in someone said to me yesterday it's just you're in a, in a season I'm like yes because mm. I keep thinking it's a tough day and tomorrow better be a better day and it's not and then I'm getting stressed no, out I'm a in a season and the season might go on for quite a while seasons change so other big stretches for people money cost of paying for our minder it's three quarters of what I earn it's so stressful I can't afford as much as a new bra for myself I cannot remember the last time I bought myself something nice budget was yesterday families came out okay I listened to it in the car, but I had Caelan in the car, so I couldn't really absorb it. But I need to get stuck into I it. I feel like the headlines are telling me it's okay. And I need to actually sit down and do some maths and realise I get an extra like 12 quid. Nice. And, no. What are you going to get with that? Well, like, it's like, how much is, <laughs> how much, how much do we need to feel like it's going to be okay? I know. But for a lot of people right now, like the amount of conversations I'm having with people being like, I'm not putting on the heat. I'm not putting on the heat. First of October, I'll put the heat on. I'm not putting on the heat. Like it's, there's a lot of families out there that are really honestly stretched when it comes to the financial pressures that are coming. Christmas is coming. We need to give ourselves some sort of like across the board break this Christmas. If if the cost of living is going to go up that much, whether it's opting for Chris Kindles and getting away from giving every kid in the family presents, you know, if you're in a big thing with your, you have lots of nieces and nephews, something has to give, I think. Um, And I think it has to be normalised to bring up that word again because a lot of people can afford it, but a lot of people can't and you don't want the people who can't afford it to feel shamed if, you know, so if everyone gets on board and says we all do it. But I think Christmas is one of those perfect examples of that pressure to be the perfect parent. Mm -hmm. And what perfection looks like is an entirely new perfect home, an entirely new perfect wardrobe, an entirely new perfect table display. And we're going to be bombarded with this is what perfect looks like over the next 10 weeks or so. And definitely for me, that always makes me feel I need to try and attain that. I need to try and stretch to that. So do I need to start spending for that? Yeah. And when we have had conversations around, you know, switching off accounts that portray that perfect motherhood in postpartum and actually like that can be really damaging and triggering and switch it off. I think we need to have a conversation about like how lifestyle stuff is impacting people's. Oh, absolutely. It's all it's across. I mean, interiors is making me feel bad about myself right now. (laughs) But it's it's unattainable. Like People are genuinely you shouldn't you shouldn't be encouraged to spend beyond your means if the feeling is to just portray a sense of I've got my shit together and this is like what other people are telling me looks perfect. Yeah. What is happy in your home at Christmas is what's happy in your home at Christmas not how much you spend and that I feel is just a conversation that should be more like celebrated yeah. as opposed to yeah but look at you know we're we're going to this and we're doing this and we're spending this and we've got this it's like this experience lined up oh, and that yeah calm it down well calm like, it down and go is, back like, so to m- happiness so much of that is being generated by us as parents because we're seeing all of the perfection on social mm. media like the kids well hopefully aren't on social media so they only know what they know in our family exactly. and what their little friends tell them but it's like so, every year there's this new thing that's tagged on yeah and you have and we have to do this yeah and we have to do this 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 and it is going to be too much and there's going to be the guilt that is going to sink in for a lot of parents is going to be immense and what I just hope is that everyone just dials it down this Christmas 
Do whatever it is that makes you happy and do not be concerning yourself what others are, are doing or spending or showing off. Yeah, I mean, even like we're a, we're a while off that, there's already like this be pressure about like the perfect Halloween decor is suddenly oh. a new whole thing. And like I nearly got caught buying all this stuff. I'm like, Caitlin doesn't even know what Halloween is yet. I'm not going to bother yet. Yeah. But this year in particular, OK, people are really struggling. Families are really struggling. Parents are really struggling. And I just feel everybody just needs to be a little bit more um, kind to themselves. If Just release whatever sort of guilt or shame is going on and stay happy and stay connected to what's happening in your family finances and don't be dragged into debt just to make other people think that you've got things perfect. To wrap things up, I wanted to ask people what has made their shift into motherhood easier or, if at all, when did it feel like it clicked? And I also added the caveat that I'm still waiting for that moment to come. Did anyone say that it had clicked? Who are they? And when are they starting their online courses? Do you know what's really nice? What? Someone said, seeing people like you on social media didn't have a clue about night sweats until you Thank you so much. <laughs> You're okay. welcome. The National Night Sweat Influencer of the Year. Uh, for a lot of people now, it is actually clicking, okay? So when I okay. re- when I realise there is no rule book, every single child and family is different. Yeah. Coming from a big family slash childcare background really helped. Accepting you're not always going to get it right, but once you're trying every day, that's always enough. Other mothers, there's always an army of them willing to help. It's amazing. And that's what I hope has come across with this podcast. Mm. Learning about matrescence. Having baby number two made it all click into place. I realised I have Mm. confidence in myself. Letting go of control and managing my expectations. No idea. There's days you feel like you've nailed it and then bam, you feel like you're failing the next. Giving myself some time for rest. When a routine starts to work, helps ease the feeling of overwhelm. And I really relate to that. When you feel like, okay, we have a bit of a rhythm. And the Mm. rhythm is always going to change. But for that little beautiful moment and you feel like you've got it all under control. Other friends becoming mothers and feeling like not like I'm not alone in mm-hmm. the hard times. When I started being able or not feeling guilty about taking time for myself away from the baby. Other mother chats and podcasts. You obviously mean ours. Time, time, sleep. Take help when offered and don't be afraid to ask. When they can start to communicate with you. Time. As they got older, more experience, not obsessing over things. Just accepting the new way of life. Don't fight or resist mm. it. You kind of have to flow into it. Six months postpartum and I still feel upside down. I did at six months postpartum. Yeah, I wouldn't be giving yourself any bashing. I think that's really normal. Trying to bear in mind I will get a full night's sleep again someday. It may not be these few years, but it will happen. Mm -hmm. Something kind of resembling a routine. Learning about matrescence. There's a reason you feel the way you do and it's normal. Going back to work. Second child, second child, second Mm. child. Surrendering to it. There is a real gift in being able to like... go back and do it again but with that little bit of knowledge Mm -hmm. it's it's like it's like the about time movie you get to do it again you get to live the day again but you kind of know how it ends I'm due another rewatch of that surrendering to it accepting that you may get nothing else done for a whole day or week and that is okay and I think like we mentioned the word season earlier that wherever Mm -hmm. you're at you're in a season and you know you can't change the weather you have to roll with it for me Although it's hard to remember when you're in a phase that it is a phase and you come out of every phase and what yeah. feels enormous at the time will feel smaller and more manageable when you eventually and absolutely do come out the other side. What what has it been for you? Um, Yeah, so as I said, I, th- I feel like for me something something happens at around the two year mark um, where I start to be like, oh, OK, I'm here. 
<laughs> and I think that's probably down to their little levels of independence mm-hmm. and um, less Velcroed to me. Um, there's also something that happens, I think, when the second baby comes and I and I felt none of that insecurity that I had before. Um, it is hard work, harder Logistically work. Logistically. Yeah. yeah. I will never say adding another child to your family is in any way easier. But the internal system in me felt different. Uh, I felt like, oh, yeah, I'm a mom. This is I'm already a mom. I'm adding another child to my brood, but I'm already her. So what you're saying is I should have another baby. I'm not saying that. Coming soon to season three. I'm not saying that. (laughs) But I am saying that being tested again in the things that threw me the first time and they didn't throw me the second time taught me, oh, I must have learned something from the last time and I must have like graduated from that. And now I am. I am a mom. Yeah. And... Yeah, I'm her and, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm really happy in her skin, actually. That's wonderful. More, But now I'm trying to figure out how to be happy in my non-mom skin. <laughs> I need to work on me, the person. Mm-hmm. I'm really, I'm really good at being kind and like considerate towards the mom version of me. But my next job is to find, to re-find her. The one that was the woman before. Mm-hmm. To become one. <laughs> I just want to, I, I, I have some work to do for her. She deserves a bit of love now too. Absolutely. Thank you for listening. You can follow us on Stretch Marks Podcast on Instagram so you can see what we'll be discussing next and get involved with the questions in the polls or share what you'd like us to talk about next. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and do share the love for Stretch Marks. It really helps us grow this community and it means the world to us as well. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.